Tabletop time. time. I'm Jazza. I'm Jen. I'm Rob. And I was just drinking. We're all drinking. Yay! Yay! Because we're actually streaming in the evening again. So speaking of streams, you know what? We haven't we haven't plugged a couple of our things for a while. Yeah. So join us on Twitch. We're streaming every week now on Tuesday nights, Australian Eastern Standard or Daylight uh, something it's time, the same Melbourne thing. time. It's a time. Yeah, which mm. is good for the UK and not average for the US. Average for the US, but we stream it's Thursday mid mornings. It's not bad for Portugal. Portuguese friends, we, come, we're watching come out on, for join you. In. We'll put some stream details somewhere you can find them, probably on the Twitch page. Go check it out and follow us. What else is there? Who else has an idea of what we can, where you can uh, check uh, out it's our stuff? Time.com forward slash podcasts. What can you find there, Rob? Uh, podcasts. Please, please keep using that. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, that. come on. You can I'm find all your uh, podcasts surprised. there. Uh, good. And yeah. All of them or just Tabletop Time? Nine. <laughs> yeah, no, all of them. All of our podcasts are there on all of your favourite platforms. Including our one-shots. Yes. Hell yeah. And if you want Rob's face on your chest, <laughs> check out our merch. Hey, is that still up? I don't think that's still <laughs> up. Is that, is that evergreen now? It's evergreen whale milk? Tabletoptime.com forward slash whale milk. We should add that as a sub. remove it? Now it's evergreen. I don't remember. I think think what you should do... It's all a blur. ...is when we do a splash like that... Oh, well. We should just pull everything back except just, like, one T. Like, just the T design. Take all the rest off. Okay. Show us how much you love that whale milk merch. Although there's some scarcity. I mean, that who's in the whale milk club? Shout us out. Say in the comment if you're in the whale milk club and you got in before before it was gone. Yeah. That's where the cool kids hang out. And have indigestion, but that's unrelated. Anyway, we return to our story in Iron Spire. Chapter 9 this time, but let's recap Chapter 8. Let's go Let's go around the table and uh, share our character experiences as Jen panics while Dave goes first. You have a moment to catch up, uh, but that's all you get is that brief moment. So, Delvin, <laughs> do you want to uh, tell us what your experience was? You well, played dress-ups for the first time. Oh, yeah, that I did. Not the first time in no, my life. Around the Started in my youth, I can say that for sure. But, uh, oh, look, we encountered the traditional great and welcome to foreigners, which is not so polite. And, uh, look, I used some of my talents to get around them. And we got what we need to do done. And tomorrow morning, I'm picking up a fancy carriage. Beautiful. Catalina, you look ready. Mm. Ready to leap into it. I sure am. Um, <laughs> so, I won't say that because that one's for Brick, so I'll leave that one alone. Um, I, Catalina, had a very interesting day. She was almost exposed and outed by Delvin, um, who had an inkling to her magical powers. So, she's feeling a bit on edge at the moment and a bit secluded mm. from the party. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Um and I talked to my friend Adelin. Funny I, I, you should mention that. Mm-hmm. It's a character. It's Adelard. Adelard, sorry. That was my first like note and it, I introduced him as Adelard like in chapter 0. And, and his portrait yeah. is Adelard and then when I reintroduced him as Adelin. So let's just say it was his nickname, his nickname. was Adel, yeah, Adelin. That's but cool. it's Adelard, so it's interchangeable. So Adelin my bro. <laughs> yeah. Um I talked to him. And he has been teaching some of the children in INI. And he's found um, a child that may be in possession of also magical abilities, and we are due to meet them. Cool. Hmm. Brick, in your eloquent way, can you tell us what you experienced? 
Brick misplaced his glasses and led to some awkward confrontations for Delvin and Catalina with the local folk and uh, they're very diplomatic to get it back. And then I mostly laid low. Cool. I think that about sums us up. Um, we we pick up where we left off. I'm going to say you guys have got back to uh, the inn and rested for the night. Uh, the Sheepskin Inn had a lovely, restful night. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to start with a perception check for... How, how would you have spent the evening, <laughs> Brick? I was laying low. Okay. Yeah. Sleeping. Napping. Uh, I feel like I caught up on my sleep. Did you, you say... Sure you weren't doing a traditional Brick? I feel like I caught up on I my sleep. I was awake. <laughs> I was... I, I was stay awake all night. I was asleep enough not to notice someone taking the glasses off yeah. my face. So how would you have played the next night? More carefully. I would have barricaded the door. So you would have stayed in the room and... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right. Um, let's... I want to start off in Catalina's room because she's woken up quite early with just a really gentle little prodding on her shoulder. Um, fairly timid. Um, you turn over and soon realise it's Medela. She looks really shyly at you. Hmm. Medela, good morning. Hi. Good morning. I'm, I'm so sorry to wake you, but... And I, I don't mean to impose, but I'm feeling homesick, and I know that you play, and I know you're shy about it, but... Uh, Would you... Play? 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 You have played in front of her before, I think. I think you shared a room in... Uh, oh, she was asleep. Yeah. Asleep. <clears throat> um. <laughs> she... she n- never mind. I don't mean to. I'm so sorry. No. And she starts to walk away. I could... T- Maybe just... I'm not very good. I could... I could tell you the melody that my mother used to play for me if you would be willing to listen to it. Of course. And her eyes are sort of wet and she like she looks like she hasn't gotten much sleep. And she's sort of like with a shaky voice sort of hums this failing tune. Um, she repeats it a few times. It's very simple. It's like a gen- just a simple lullaby. Um, and she says, well, um, that's, that's a common song. I... I but it's the only one I could know how to really share with you. Is that something you think you could try? Give me give me a moment. I go outside, peek my head around the doors and kind of see if anyone's awake or if anyone's, like, listening. And then I lock the door. And I sit back down. And I pull out my harp. But kind of very sheepishly pull out my harp. A bit like, yeah. okay, I'll play, play over here. You haven't really done this consciously in front of someone. Yeah, a child that's not so exposed, Mm. but I'm still very precious about this. Um, And I will try my best to play. You give it a go. Let's give it a roll. Um, Now, from memory, you had one mana left after the last day. That is correct. Okay, cool. So if you roll three dice. Oh, baby! You smash it. You <laughs> play a beautiful rendition of a lullaby you'd only heard for the first time this morning. There's something in it that you connected with that was more than the melody. It was actually the the soul of the song that she was 
searching for that she shared with you and you captured that and played it back in a symphony through your heart and she just sits there dumbstruck and tears just gently silently flowing down her face and you see peace and happiness just resting on her face Hmm. and at the end of it you feel more restored than you have in a very long time and you feel like you know Medela more um this was like an interesting communication on a soul-to-soul level that you've experienced very few times, but um, you remember the few times you have. And it's like at the end of it when the last string is plucked and silence rests upon the room, you know each other a bit better for some reason. Mm. I kind of look at, I look at Medela in the eyes and I say, I think, I think maybe Delvin was right. I don't, it's nothing. What? I just... There is something special about what you play. Why do you hide it? It's truly... And you know she goes to say... Mm. Where I'm from, this thing, it's not allowed. It's it's forbidden almost by... What, music? Well, no. Being played by females, it's it's not something we do. So I could not learn something like this? And she looks slightly heartbroken. Not from me. It's difficult. And it's difficult for me to explain to you. How are you feeling? Better than I have in a very long time. Oh, well then that's all that matters right now. I'm glad I could help. And she just falls into a hug. Ah. And um, moments later she sort of walks away and just leaves you and apologises. But she's extremely grateful before she goes i'm gonna stop her at the door gently yeah and put my hand on her shoulder and say i hope that you understand that this is a secret between you and me this can't be told by anyone i hope i can trust you as much as you've trusted me you can trust me with everything there is something i've been carrying that i don't quite know if it's worth sharing, but it burdens me every night. I dream of home in a way that breaks my heart, but takes me back. Sometimes it makes me feel like it's all undone, and I'm where I once belong. But at the same time, even though I'm with my parents again, when I wake up it's all gone, all of a sudden. But those visits, sometimes, it feels so real. She looks a little lost in her mind as she wanders. Do you have such vivid dreams? I can't say that I do, but perhaps we'll meet someone on our travels who can look into it a bit more. Hold on to those memories. They seem very precious. It's like my soul yearns for nothing more but to step back to a different time and place. When things were simpler... They seem so much more complicated now. And yet there are so many wonderful things that I'm learning and hearing. She smiles. Mm. Thank you, Catalina. You can trust me, of course. She bows and she exits the room. Better go check on Brick then. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about... I do not snore. (laughs) Says every man who snores ever. (laughs) It is a delightful trumpeting in my sleep. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, tell us about both of your mornings. How do you wake up? How do you feel? Are you uh, you have a role to make too, sir. Oh, yeah, I got to roll my thing. mysterious dice roll. That yep. was a fail. You got it. You got yeah. it. It was go. a five. Yeah. Yes, a I su- win. A success. Very good. Cool. You feel very re- replenished and happy. Well rested and a very, very nice in room. How do you treat the morning satisfied. as it approaches you? Just feeling satisfied. Good. Uh, I'm going to carefully inspect my room. Roll perception check. You very thoroughly, with uh, four successes, um, notice everything that you could notice in that room. Uh, nothing has been tampered with or interacted with in any way since the, the time you inspected it before your sleep. So you feel Good. well rested and like your space has been respected. Good. You head downstairs, I'm assuming, yeah. to have a nice, lovely breakfast, uh, which they provide happily and, and there's a general busyness about town as people get on with it. There's, mm. you know, the usual eyes of curiosity or scepticism or wonder or even lingering bits of hate. <laughs> Early start, isn't it? For some, perhaps. Oh, we got to meet that kid, don't we? Oh, yeah, this is like just pre-sunrise. Mm. Dalvin, like, rubs his eyes. Feel, yeah, don't like being up this early. So, should we scarf down some food and get on with it? <laughs> well, I know you can't start a day without a hearty meal, so... You're right. I will treat myself. <laughs> I don't often treat myself, but I will today. He says, knowing full well that he treats himself every day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, orders a breakfast. There's a hearty breakfast that you get to enjoy juicy and plump sausages and locally sourced God. eggs and herbs. Um... Soon after your breakfast, you head out and the, the sky is sort of that um, weird cold blue uh, after the night has sort of chased away. Um, everyone roll a perception check. Challengeable two. Wow. Delvin is wow. still waking up. Walks one. out bleary-eyed and doesn't notice anything. Wow. Catalina is sharp, sharply focused. Brick, just <laughs> Rob, you and I allied as players. It's so so funny. Now that we're both players, we just have the same dice. True. You had like an extra dice than me, but you still yeah. got one more success. Um, Brick does notice out of the corner of his eye. Catalina, as soon as she walks out, spearheads her eyes ahead and sees a just uh, silhouette, a familiar silhouette, sort of. Uh, cocky slumping pose just on a crate further along the street and around the main thoroughfare just sort of watching over in your direction in the direction that you would be passing through if you're entering town again okay um i see our friend is just made an appearance uh, and we promised to bugger off right well we have a few matters in town i think we need to Tie up before we can leave, but we can give him assurance that well, we will be on our way today. Uh, Delvin hitches his backpack and is carrying himself in a very much way that, like, you know, you leave a hotel room and you haven't left any of your things there, like, all our stuff is obviously on us, and just begins to walk up the road, says, We'll face it as we face it. 
He's um, got his knee up and is sort of like rolling a silver coin between his fingers, just idly frosty breath as he sort of is leering over at you, all approaching. So, uh, off the way you came then. No, we're going into town to sort out business, but then we'll be off. Well, that's not like a baron to not be true to his word now, is it? I said we'd be off. I didn't say we didn't need to stop back into town first. That's how it all starts, you know. Just anyway, little what, allowances here and there. What are you doing up this early? I'm just keeping the peace. Oh, oh, I get it. Your wife's warming your brother's bedchambers again, I see. You'd know that. I guess you're all sharing beds up there. Well, with your wife, yes. I hope he's not married. He's he's clearly like he he was mad at you before anyway. Oh yeah, but, but uh, he's yeah, being you're a dick. definitely poking. So what am yeah. I rolling? I was gonna say just perception. Just roll perception, just to sort of see how he receives it. You got two, three. 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 I've got a full belly and a good sleep. I feel yeah. indestructible. So yeah, that's bad um, Delvin being a dick. Yeah, you know you dug. You actually notice a twitch in his eye that suggests <laughs> you might have actually hit a spot that is slightly sensitive to him. <laughs> and he like grits his teeth and he says, um, "So how long have you been planning on being an eye and eye? Then how long are you uh, burdening our hospitality?" I believe we have. Two or three stops to make, and then we're on our way. We have means to collect travel. Mm. Walking is hard. Travel where exactly? doesn't matter. We'll be out of your town. I think I've made pretty clear that it does matter. You might be in my town, but I don't want you in my country. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Well, I mean, you're... I mean, You're kind of already infiltrated, aren't you? But uh, you two. You. He looks over at Brick and Medela. I'll mind my business for now. But just know that since you haven't actually kept to yours, you might have some other business to deal with. <laughs> we'll be out of town in two hours. I'll see to it. And he wanders off. I wonder if he treats all his guests this way. If he keeps treating us this way, he'll wind up a smear on the pavement. We do not understand. If this is his town, why does he still look so destitute? <laughs> that is a fantastic question, Brick. He was born with <laughs> he was born with a need to prove himself, Brick. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> his dad never gave him a hug. Alright. Is that important? <laughs> For some. You all head to the direction that um, Aylard sort of pointed out and sort of showed you. Uh, it takes you a, a moment to get there. The you know it's it's a little darker in the streets and it's a little harder to to make your your way through as far as things looking just a little bit different at this time of day. Um, but you eventually get there and you're met with a pacing silhouette at the end of the alleyway who you recognise after a short period of time is clearly a lad. Um, but the closer you approach, you recognise that. It's a frantic pacing. He's not calmly awaiting <laughs> the arrival of friends. 
Oh, oh, there you are. Oh, oh, um, goodness, I don't, I, I don't quite know how to, how to. That's all right, be she's, calm. She's gone, she's not here. She, she was meant to meet me here and she, she always, she, she would never miss an appointment. Okay. Hmm. He's, he's breathing heavily and struggling, like. How do we find her? I, 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 I don't know, um. I've, I've only ever met them where I teach them, and they roam the streets, and... Oh, you must know who she's friends with. Other kids. They might have seen her. Yes, there, there are a few. I, I think I know where some might be dwelling. Um, I, I'm, I'm terribly sorry to waste your time, but... Uh, forgive me, I'm, I'm quite worried about her. She's not the type to... Follow me. And he wanders off to, to go search. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll a destiny roll for how he goes mm-hmm. finding someone he's looking for. He got a, he got a five. Oh, it's no. not great. By this point in time, it's, you know, it's morning. The streets are starting to bustle a little bit. So it's getting a little busier and a little harder to find what you're looking for. But at the same time as he finally finds... A young, uh, I'm going to say like early teens, like 13-year-old lad who looks like the aggressive type. You start also, everyone roll a perception check. Um, Four for Delvin. One. One for Catalina. So now I roll a four. Yeah. Yeah, let's give this a go. Yep. And... One. No, no, no. It's not a guaranteed you roll. You either roll yeah. high or low. So that <laughs> so was a one. <laughs> Brick and Catalina don't notice anything except for this lad in yeah. front of him who's sort of like... Dice Joe. Let's get you some new dice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Really? Yep. Okay, let's do it. That's done. Do it. We've got an actual dice Joe now. Fresh pack. Hey, nice. Are they the same colour and everything? Same colour, fresh pack. <laughs> Put the bloody dice in the jail. Amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> They're That's disobedient. So cool. They don't have a, a will of their own. They just copy. <laughs> Bloody copycats. Amazing. Um, so Catalina and Brick don't actually notice anything except for this this kid who looks like a bit of a thug, like someone who might have an attitude problem. But he's actually counting money. Like he's got good good little stash of money all of a sudden. Uh, Delvin hears very, very distantly, but some shrieks and some commotion off towards the centre of town. You guys are sort of still towards the outer edges and the alleyways, mm. um, and the buildings are so tall and shamblesy that uh, it's a bit hard to hear through the distant streets. But Delvin's sort of at the back of the park and he does hear that commotion, so you're yep. peripherally aware of something. And this kid looks up and goes, Oh, it's you, Thanissian lot. You're trying to teach me calculus again. <laughs> I told you I'm not interested. I've got my own way of making means now. And he looks down. Mm. Yeah, All right, so mate, what is it? Yeah, what do you trade? I don't trade nothing. Mm. Got this given to me about 15 minutes ago. Ah, so you steal it then. I didn't steal nothing. Yeah. No, I means it. Catalina. Mm. Roll, per- roll perception. <laughs> roll perception. Yes, yes, <laughs> no, You roll. Yeah, yeah. You roll. Two. Okay. Uh, he's very defensive. Um, you don't quite know if he's lying, but something about 
the way he actually met you sort of tells you, took you aback a little bit. Mm -hmm. So maybe you have a little bit of doubt. But he's very defensive. He's like, no, I got this about 15, 20 minutes ago. Some lad dressed in black calls himself Sparrow or something. Yeah. Says it's a gift. Delvin? Catalina, maybe you let me know, maybe handle this one. Don't you, you even look at it like that. All right, mate. I know you grift. I grew up on the streets myself. We're looking for a girl, and and I pull out three coin. And I'm just like, there's coin in it for you if you got answers. Why not make a good day a great one? That's pretty good. All right, roll the persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four successes. Okay. All right. Two. All right. You say you grew up on the streets, eh? Don't look like it. Keep you steal that coat then? <laughs> I bought it with money. I learned to work in the way you're working. Take advantage of every opportunity, mate, and you'll rise up. To be honest, they don't usually get given money this easy. Well, hold on to it. Don't waste it on booze and whatever else you're going to do. Buy some good boots, ones that won't wear through. Everyone roll perception check. Uh, Delvin, you don't have to. Yeah. <clears throat> Catalina Brick. Three for Catalina this time. Oops, I'm going to say at this point it's challenge level two. Which Brick d- does get just. Oh. Now everyone is aware of these distant noises. It's a swell of shrieks and now shouts. Um, and in moments, while sort of Delvin is chatting to this young street lad, a um, couple of grey guard start running through the streets off to the direction of the sound past you through the group where normally a group that looks like this they would uh, they would probably be stopping and questioning just by the look and the, the who's in the group and you know even just seeing a street kid holding money out in the open like that but they just run straight past you guys straight to the centre of town oh something's something's going on in you guys better go uh, worry about that but I don't know if you want to pay me for what was it again I offer the you three want a, coins. a lady to and do we I have know a where name? to find your lady friend. Right. Yeah, I know. The, I know the street just for that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, follow me. <laughs> and he stands up and like. But I say the girl's name. I don't mean like a specific oh. name. Oh, I ask Adelaide. I just say oh, Adelaide. Yeah, What's sure. the girl's name? Oh, um, it's written down here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep it in my ledger. Yeah. <laughs> Crap! Uh, I wrote it down. That's a weird name. I'm like looking right at <laughs> it. Adelaide is getting really stressed. <laughs> um, Beads of sweat are pouring. It's uh, Avril. Avril. Oh. Yeah. Like Levine? Shh, no. Didn't think about that when I wrote it. Avril. <laughs> the girl's name's Avril. She's like you on the streets. Ah, oh, she's a right young one, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, she okay? We don't know, but it was meant to be her lucky day too. See, this nice Thanesian lass was going to adopt her. You don't seem like the mother in type. She's the money in type. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just ignoring Kat. I'm just like, she's the money in type. And that's all that matters to you on the streets. I know what it's like, mate. I can try and help look for her. I'm going to quickly tap you on the shoulder and say, if you wish to continue this conversation with our friend... 
would you wish for us to go uh, pursue what is happening in the town? I'm a bit worried that the bit, what's happening in the town is connected to the girl. So the faster we find her, the better for her health, I'd reckon. Understood. I'm going to require a deposit, you understand? I just hand him the coins. All right. And I'm like, off I go. Rule number two, mate. Don't flash your coins around to anyone again, because if I was someone else, you would have lost the coin in your hand. That's a bit of money for someone like you. Easy to push around, easy to take. Well, he has an odd respect for you in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Seems to... You very quickly made this thug sort of want your approval quickly. He's, he runs off. He's like, all right, I'll show you what I can do. He runs off. Um, what do you guys do? <clears throat> kind of going to run off with him. No, no, you go. That was my thought, but... Yeah. I'm going to start sort of making my way closer to see if I can perceive what's happening, mm-hmm. but not still being able to see Delvin and where he is. I don't want to lose sight of the group, but I do want to see if I can go a little bit further and find out what yeah. people Or if people are coming towards us, what they're screaming no, about. No, as you start edging towards the town, it doesn't take long for you to notice more and more people go past you to the centre of town. Okay, yep. There's a, a quite a tumultuous energy, <clears throat> but it's quite distant. Um... A lot of talking and fearful, a few shrieks and, and screams, and a few shouts of con- crowd control. Yep. I'm going to read emotions. Okay, do it. Challenge level one with your magic. Yep. One, you feel pulsing from the centre of town a huge wave of absolute shock and horror, um, bewilderment and confusement, confusion. It's a, you feel like it's coming from a, a lot of people for it to feel that strong and consistent. <clears throat> okay. Um, I, I'm not going to do anything else. I don't think I want to change anything yet. So I return back to you, Delvin. Mm. I say, look... Between you and me, I don't know what's going on, but I can tell you with all certainty that this is not good. Um, I can sense that something really terrifying is happening in the middle of the town. Everyone is petrified. Could it be like Felton all over again? Potentially. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how we should act. Find this girl, get her right, and get out of here. You feel Medela's grip on your hand, Brick, uh, Titan, and she says quite briskly up to you, Brick, I want you to carry me. And she says it with some hesitance and a a slight hint of shame, (laughs) but fear. You sense she's afraid. Very well, mistress, but uh, if anything happens, it will be harder to protect you, because I will not be able to fight. If there is a Trouble, I want you to run with me uh, away from it. Please. Run, mistress? Yes, that is my command. Very well. She just looks scared. She doesn't know quite Mm -hmm. what the group should be doing. But you feel that swelling happening. Again, a few people pass you. uh, One or two guards on occasion as well. Um, One uh, (laughs) very... A bewildered-looking teenage girl, sort of walking in the opposite direction, um, holding a handful of coins and just sort of like looking confused, walking away from the center of town. I'm going to go up to. 
she she doesn't notice you. She's mm. just walking, just like looking perplexed. I'll say to her, child, hello. Uh, uh, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm gonna help you. What's happening in the center of town? You seem to be. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. What's that? Oh my! And she, for the, seemingly for the first time, hears all these screams. It's like, what is happening? I. She looks as confused as you are. I. Right. I don't. I've got to go. It's, and she just she yeah. goes to leave in I'd the opposite her, direction. I let her leave, and I come back. Um. Well, as curiosity got the cat, are we finding this girl? Are we waiting for your friend? He's gone off to look for her. Oh, so we're waiting for him, yeah? You could do. Um, he'll probably find you. Um, okay. Adelard sort of lets you know he's one to find. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What do yeah. you want to do? If we could go check it out, we might uh, put unwanted attention on ourselves due to our foreign guests here, but if you want to know. Would it be safer to perhaps send Brick and Medela back to the inn? <clears throat> There's only violence waiting out that gate. Brick? I will do whatever little miss commands, but she is my top priority. We need to find what's going on. All right. Maybe we get closer, but let's... Let's be <laughs> stealthy about it. What if one person just uh, looks? Not it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to volunteer other people, but Delvin, you don't stick out like a sore thumb here. But I've got other business. I've got an idea. Remember, I've got to get the carriage. With oh. all this commotion, the sooner we get that sorted out. You know that the carriage shop isn't... In fact, it's sort of in view from where the centre of town is. Okay. Maybe so. they'll have some information. Maybe we should go there first. I think we should all... I've got to get changed to get the carriage set up. So I'll go do that. Uh, I kind of lied about who I was to buy it. <laughs> I'm a traitor myself, I understand. So uh, I'll get set up for that. You can wait here for me or go on ahead up to you. Maybe we'll go ahead, just just a little bit. I duck into the closest dark alleyway and start getting changed again. And the party splits. Delvin has Don't gotten into a phone booth and is tearing his shirt apart. <laughs> Spinning like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Gluing my beard on. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's start off with Catalina Brick, Medela, and um, Adolin. Adelard. 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 I the bard. Um, yeah, so you wander through town. Look, nothing feels dangerous. Uh, it just feels elevated at a distance. As you approach, there's sort of a, a seemingly sort of uh, a crowd that seems to have been building, and a lot of people are turning to each other, confused, some people leaving, some people entering very rapidly. There's a lot of tumult, but you can hear the shouts start raising too as guards need to control people and try and push people away to um, quell the, you know, the fear. Okay. Can I hear what they're saying? Um, Roll a perception check. As you approach, this is now you're in sight of a crowd. You'd have to push through the crowd to get in and sort of see what they're looking at because now there's a lot of people trying to get in and look at something. Three. Three. Okay. Do you want to roll perception? I should have a bonus because I'm taller than everyone. 
It's not for this is for audio mainly. Oh, so I can't see. But you got heads. four, so I'm going to say you both. For saying the word should, you get negative two wins. That's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you both hear uh, some words that keep popping up, like murder or horrifying or you know gruesome. Uh, brick looking over the crowd can see everyone looking in a particular direction, which is sort of. Uh, a little opposite you. Imagine if you're facing an alleyway, it's like to your right, but out of view. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to sort of get out of the alleyway to look to the right to see what everyone's looking at. But it seems to be elevated. It seems to be higher up. Okay. Can I... Oh, sorry. Did you hear the word murder? Uh, with what I'm sensing, <laughs> that's not unexpected, I suppose. You feel it would not be good if we were still here because they may be looking for someone to blame, and we are not well-liked. Hmm, it's, it's a good point. Um, can I tell, having read emotions, if it's focused on a particular person or a particular um, thing? Yeah, I'm going to say you have uh, that grip still from that read, um, and while it's sort of emanating out because it sort of has this movement of its energy, it is all directed up at this thing that people are looking at. Um, you feel that bit of pushback from the guards that you can sort of sense that energy trying to, there's like an anger there that's pushing out against that, uh, but that's also holding quite a lot of fear itself. Okay. I think that perhaps you're right, Brick. I don't think we should stay. Let's go meet up with Delvin. Let's... Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Very well. Right. Rosie on back. So you're walking, th- you're circumnavigating. Yeah. Calmly. The streets. Okay. You pass uh, an elderly man who's dancing in the middle of the alley. Like, <laughs> it's my lucky day. <laughs> And he's like dancing. You guys walking past it. He's just sort of dancing on head. Uh, I will turn to him and meet his demeanor. He's beaming oh, at you. What joyous thing has happened to you, sir? Oh, little birdie brought me some shiny things. Uh, and he's holding some coins in his hand. A bird, you say? Yes. Oh, a, an actual bird or? I called himself one. Oh, what did this bird <laughs> look like? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. Who are you? Just a friend. Are you my sister? No. Have a good day, sir. I'm so Enjoy sorry I haven't been visiting in some while. In the black that the other kid mentioned. Sorry, this old man was being far too loud. I couldn't hear what you said. Sorry, Brick. <laughs> yes, he said it was given to him by a bird or a man that called himself a bird. Is that the sparrow? That's the other kid was talking about. You've got some, a lot of intelligence under that Smart demeanor. Smart the average Brick. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Perhaps we should keep. Yeah, let's let's maybe investigate. Let's keep going. Whoa! As you start moving down a now empty alleyway, <clears throat> you're a few. You're you're parallel to the street, but it's so dense and the energy is so everyone's so packed over there that the, these few streets across are quite empty. You feel a rumble that slowly picks up. And then all of a sudden, just like in the forest, the earth is shaking. And at this, and mere moments into this earthquake, 
the screams of the crowd gathered around are beyond what you could like just shouts and screams of horror and like disgust and you hear some people throwing up <laughs> oh my gosh says an earthquake <laughs> well, yeah it's an earthquake so let's duck across to delvin so you have uh you've adequately changed mm-hmm. in fact let's roll infiltration uh, i think it's only fair that you see how your disguise was under duress three successes okay cool you you pretty much look the same as yesterday. If, if a little rushed, but it's first thing in the morning, so <laughs> no big deal. corner of the beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're heading off in that direction. Uh, you don't pass much of interest. You actually see that little that young teenager that you spoke to before. You see him jumping up across like a ledge, mm. a few like streets across. He seems to be jumping into some sort of attic from another building and is looking around. He seems to be sleuthing through some of the spots that these, nice. these kids have. So good get. Yeah, he's uh, he knows the streets. He's probably one of the more henchmen kids along among these groups. Um, so you know he's you see him. He's working hard. <clears throat> As you travel ahead, you get around to the other side and you see ahead of you the inn mm-hmm. uh, and uh, adjacent to it the very reputable cart and uh, salesman. And in front of it, actually, is a very ornate, but too or- not too ornate... Um, cart. Cart. With two horses. With two Clydesdales Ooh. ready to pull a big load Good. as uh, the the amount of people that would be in it as you instructed for the journeying that you would um, have requested. So mm-hmm. it's a, it actually looks really well put together. And in fact, the, the horses are plaited up and it's, this is like, you know, when you get a new car and there's like a big bow on it, mm-hmm. it's like that, the way the horses are presented and brushed, you can tell that there are a couple of grooms actually still working to shine up all the horses. There's a couple of carriage lads on there putting some oil on it, just making sure that it's just like the perfect pickup experience. They nice. may not have been expecting you for a few hours, so okay. there's probably even a little bit of work that they might still be doing. Mm-hmm. But you arrive there, and in moments, the earth shakes. Oh, now, I'm going to roll to see how the horses take this. Oh, no. Pretty well. Uh, pretty well. <clears throat> they're, uh, they're trying to sort of withstand bit of kerfuffle, but they seem a bit disturbed, as does everyone. And you hear screams off to your left and off in the distance uh, around the corner a few streets over where the centre of town is. And um, a few moments later, you see uh, some sort of middle-aged man fall around the corner like pale and vomit um, and several people run away just like panicking, not knowing what the what's going on. Roll a perception check. <coughs> Oh, that's a good... That, that's a cock dice. And it's one success. That's what you notice. Okay. Yep. Now what? I stride it up. Ta- it takes a good, I'm going to say 30 seconds for things to subside, uh, but the panic has not subsided. It, it's uh, it's increased. People are freaking out. I stride straight up to someone who is gathering themselves after perhaps being sick. Yeah, the, this man who's cool. like stumbled yep. around the corner just like... Mm. My man, pull yourself together! And I slap him across the face with the back of a glass. <laughs> Good lord! How dare you! You're not with. Stand up! Are you a man or mouse? He's <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a man. What? Of course. What? You're a graded citizen? Uh, of course. Yes. And you have a backbone as strong as the iron of the iron spire itself? Yeah, yes! Yes, I do! What have you seen? 
Oh, a man's bowels empty over the town square. It's and he throws up again. He's retching at this point. There's nothing left of his breakfast. But it's like, I'm, I'm a mouse. I'm a mouse. A man was not meant to see this sort of horrendous... Oh, uh, horror. Do yourself a favor. Don't walk around the corner. And the earthquake. You may think yourself a man, but you, you would be a mouse too if you saw what I just saw. I peek around the corner he's, while he's looking. He's at like me. dizzily walking off, like using the wall. Okay, as so a he's not looking yeah. at me. I won't bother looking around the corner. I kind of want to show him up. <laughs> <laughs> I am a man. I'll show you as a backbone <laughs> as strong as iron. Um, okay, and the earthquake. No one knows. No one knows what. Why he didn't? I said and the earthquake to him, and he just didn't no, respond. no. It was okay, just an I stride into the carriage place. Yep, you walk in, and uh, an early morning. It is me, François Levey. Ah, François, I've been uh, looking forward to delivering your carriage to you. Of course, uh, it is almost ready. If you would like the finer touches on it, sorry, forgive. I'm a little dazed. That was quite a shocking shake. This city feels like it's falling apart. It's, it certainly does. I've never heard such commotion outside. What is it going on out there? Oh, something about someone spilling their guts everywhere. People are vomiting. It was rather pathetic. Oh, good lord. This is what happens when you let outsiders come into your town. It's like they've silly, never... S- silly things start happening. <laughs> they've never served in the guard. <laughs> Who you've served in the guard, sir? Well, a bit of a short stint. You truly are well-travelled in a way I shouldn't expect. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, of course. Just the <laughs> <laughs> waiting for it to get taller and taller and taller. Yeah. I've been a king, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think Dalvin would do? Did you think he was going to be able to stay in character for more than 10 seconds? <laughs> yeah. He hates these people. <laughs> I, I am as much of a dickhead as you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, oh, all right, all right. So, um, so, oh, well, I'm afraid you haven't seen the finest of it yet because we are putting on the finishing touches. We do like to add a little bit of a flourish. But what do you think of your impressions so far of Milton's cart? One, waiting you, sir. One of the finest carts I've ever seen. Oh, it sends shivers down my t- spine every time I hear it. And I hear it quite a lot, sir. <laughs> Oh, oh, bet you do. Uh, now, <clears throat> I appreciate you are working through this kind of natural disaster. Well, uh, through any conditions. Well, when do you expect to be leaving? I, I would, of course, like to, you to leave in the most reputable car as possible. I have a feeling with the affairs of the city, I will want to leave sooner rather than later, unfortunately. Mm, yes, of course. My, uh... I'm assuming with us... Thanissian concubine. <laughs> I say just like that. Uh, with, her, with her cheeky, like... I'm sorry that... So one truly has tamed a Thanissian woman. <laughs> it takes wow. a great man to tame a Thanissian woman. <laughs> Catalina's in burn, even <laughs> Well, I am most impressed. Mm. I do hope this card meets your expectations, and you will find the, uh, the, the <laughs> you will find the plush cushions of the seating quite uh, comfortable in all sorts of uses. Come down! <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that one. I could, I was gonna just keep going. I'm gonna leave it there. Very okay. good. Very good. 
enjoy our cards and exchange of payment and whatnot. Yes, I hand him some payment. His eyes glow and he's got a healthy respect for you and said, what, what you, what's your name again, sir? Francel Lever. Francel. And, <laughs> and what were your dealings again? I'm, I'm to, For you to be so well presented, you must be quite the fine trader, militant. I, I gesture for him to come a little bit closer and I go, nepotism. I don't follow. My uh, um, my family is rich. <laughs> I like that slip. There. My family is rich, and I am their son. <laughs> Which makes me very rich. <laughs> well. <laughs> I also play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get the feeling that this guy's a bit... Uh... He, he wants to know who to suck up to. Okay. So he hearing that, he goes, oh, the Duval family. I shall uh, keep an ear out. Old money. I can respect that. Indeed. Do let your family Indeed. know. Indeed. Uh, should they ever acquire carts, I am looking to open some sort of franchise closer to Ironspire. I should get my father to pen you a letter should such a thing arise, such an event arise. Good day, sir. Do enjoy your Milton's finest card. And then I turn and walk out. You walk out and the card is awaiting you. A few people have been instructed. Um, one of the staff who was overseeing this transaction sort of had wandered out mid-transaction to let these people know to wrap it up as quick as possible. So there is a gloved young carriage and sort of who opens the door for you, the, the short door leading up to the, the top where you would be driving from. Mm-hmm. Um, the reins are on there. This is a gorgeous, very expensive cart, worth as much as a small house in Outside Town. Um, and it's ready for you to take. Excellent. And everyone is freaking out in the town square, not far from you. And you start to notice the crowd start moving. Outwards. Have these two shown up at any point, or are they investigating the centre of town? I really quickly just want to say that I love that entire role play session because usually in D D it's like, and you now have a car. There you go, you're paying for it. I was like, that was just like a whole like ten minute segment. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. And they said nothing. <laughs> we said everything. <laughs> everything that needed to be said, Rob. Um, Do you want to roll perception Rob? check, Delvin. <laughs> roll perception check. That is four success, five successes. Ooh, yeah. five, five successes. successes. <laughs> you notice as you're guided out um, to the cart and as you're being escorted on, basically being shown the buttons, as it were, and where the compartments are. Mm. And that. So you're going to be there for another 10, 15 minutes. But there is a, a small group of three Iron Guard, not Grey Guard, mm. who are walking out. They sort of chat amongst each other. Uh, they're walking very directedly. And you overhear one of them say, where did she say they were again? Ooh, this direction. And they're sort of murmuring and they heading off in the direction, sort of down the alleyway where you had come from. <clears throat> okay. But the, the cart lad sort of says, you know, oh, and so now this is the very important bit. And the guys, you're up and show you, start, starts to show you the cart and this and that. Um, I'm going to cut across to Catalina and Brick. So you're heading down... The alleyway. Mm-hmm. 
So I think with everything that's going on, Catalina feels this overwhelming emotion that she feels like she can probably do something and might be able to help. So driven by that, uh, she wants to go for it. She wants to find exactly what's happening and go straight to the source. Damned what's happening because it's they're not we're not going to stick out as much anymore mm-hmm. if everyone's freaking out. So, yeah, Rick, I think that we we just go for it. I will not be putting Lutumis in that danger. Do you want to head back to the inn then? I will head to. You guys me- know I was going to the. I car. will head to the meeting point for Delvin. Okay. I'll I'll go in further. I think I can do something about this. Yep. You head towards the center of town. Mm-hmm. It's uh, two minutes where you approach the edge of a crowd that has thinned out because a lot of people have actually left. You you also see someone sort of nauseous on the side of the, the alley. Uh, approaching the centre of town where you've been, you're actually now near the second bow shop that you were at the day before. So you're a little familiar with this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't take you long. If you push through the crowd, uh, you, you want to go through and get yeah. a view as to what is in there. 100%. Everyone's looking in there. And actually by this stage, because everyone there sort of seen it and is sort of computing it a, a bit, um, if you're indicating you're going in to see what's happening, people actually sort of make way and like, okay, everyone's got to see this. Um, but there is, hanging from the third story top window of the most lavish house on the edge of this centre marketplace, hanging a man leaning from his knees and at a 45-degree angle, choked by a rope on his neck that seems to be tied back into something in the building. So it's like he's displayed and his guts have just spilled out all across the bottom of town, seemingly as a result of this violent shaking that has just taken place. There is a note pinned to his chest that you can't quite make out, but I'll get you to make a perception check and that will involve sort of getting a vantage point. Sure. But everyone is sort of like freaking out and guards are like, oh, you, get down there, get back. This isn't a festival. Uh, three. Two, three? Three. Okay, you read, you look up and there is a note that says, the sparrow has returned and it's drawn in blood, pinned to his chest. You also notice he has no fingers or thumbs. You're right. He is brutalised. Um, do I... And this is, like I said, someone you recognise specifically. This is... Reginald Wells, the wealthiest trader in town who you saw yesterday controlling the market. Uh, and you got the Im- impression was sort of bullying people around a little bit. So there's a lot of really, really distinct reactions here. There's a couple of people who, who look slightly relieved if sick um, because obviously this, this was a very controlling person, but most people are sort of shocked and appalled and fearful. Um, it's pretty intense. Okay. Um, is, do I know anything about this Sparrow character? Or have I never heard of them before? You've heard of them now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you've heard. Yeah, okay. Basically, what you as a person know is what? Uh, okay, so the, the fact that they've knows. returned doesn't mean anything to me. No, Okay. doesn't mean anything to anyone, really. Okay. Upon seeing this, um, Catalina's pretty distraught. Kind of understands why... Um, 
why everyone's freaking out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't quite understand why the earthquakes are happening, though. The correlation there doesn't quite make sense to her. She decides, though, that whatever's happened has happened and that she can't actually change it in the end. So she's going to mosey on out of there and meet back up with Delvin and Brick. As you <coughs> walk, sort of turn to walk away, away circumnavigating the crowd, you see ahead of you, uh, walking around the edge line of the buildings um, of the central area, parting the crowd, uh, and actually with the help of the Grey Guard, three Iron Guard approaching, looking at you. <coughs> and you see, roll the perception check. Oh, sick. <laughs> That was Ooh. a good Yay. five successes Yay. out of. You should have six dice, shouldn't you? Yeah. You see the one in front. He seems to be the Iron Guard captain, mm-hmm. uh, who you actually recognise as the one who made the proclamation in the previous town. This is a man of authority. <gasps> it's the proclaimers. The proclamation. He mm-hmm. looks to his side. Like he, his eyes glance to the middle distance off to the to the right, like he breaks your gaze, and you observe him. This is a distance, so he wouldn't expect to be talking to you. But you actually see you read his lips. Um, you don't hear him because the crowd is so crazy. But you read his lips, and he says, "Is that the one?" And then he nods, and then he looks back up at you. This is a distance away, so he would absolutely not expect you to have heard him say that. (coughs) He approaches up to you. He doesn't look in any way mean. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look like he intends harm, but he looks firm. He stands before you and says, "Um, Madam, I don't believe I know your name. Um, Yes, uh, my name is... The Tabitha. The Tabitha. The Tabitha. Deception. Roll deception. All Thanissian names start with. <laughs> you got a three, Catalina. He he pauses. Finesse. He pauses. He listens to you say that, and he pauses. He maintains eye contact. I'm going to let your perception check count for this section. As if waiting for something. And then he says, No, it's not. I would advise you, as you are about to meet someone of great import, that you are honest in your dealings. Please follow me. And by the time he says this, the two companions that are with him are on either side of you. And then about to sort of basically encircle you to accompany you. You should have booked it. <coughs> as soon as you saw him go, it's her. You should have gone. <laughs> they would have seen me run. Um, that's fine. Can I see ahead where they're taking me? They walk back in the direction they came from, uh, which as you journey forward through the crowd, the crowd sort of parts very easily from the very distinctly recognisable Iron Guard, people of great authority. In fact, some people seem as startled and frightened of them as they are the scene in the in the square. Um, you're heading towards what seems to be the inn, um, okay. which you were at yesterday. Mm-hmm. Let's duck back to Brick and Madela. Brick, 
now carrying Medela, who, upon reaching the edge of the alleyway, sees Delvin being introduced to the carriage. A very nice looking carriage that you could actually seemingly fit in comfortably. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I, I'm going to stay in the alleyway until he's cleared the area and is heading, hopefully, in our direction. Okay. After a moment, and you see, you know, Delvin get the, the sort of look over the carriage and get taken into Francel. the back and showing the... Yeah, sorry, Francel. Um, after a moment, you actually see off to the edge, breaking through the edge and the outside of the crowd, Catalina surrounded by three iron guards being escorted into the inn. Catalina, roll a perception check. Do you know, okay, everyone roll a perception check. <laughs> Challenge level three, three is successes. one thing, and five is another. Three, three. three. I'm either going to roll a one or a five. <coughs> yeah. Oh, we know that. Oh, okay. There's four. four. All right. Um, Delvin and Catalina make eye contact. You see each other quite clearly. Um, so you can sort of have this brief moment of eye communication if you want to in any way <laughs> communicate I something. show pure terror <laughs> as much as I can in my face. This was not <laughs> what I expected to happen. I don't know why this is happening, but I have a sneaky system. Oh, no, you can't read that much in my face, but I'm terrified. <laughs> Delvin. She looks exactly like that. Brick notices this exchange between Catalina and Delvin, but from your vantage point, as you look towards the inn, you actually, your gaze is caught up to the top window of this four-story building, and there's a silhouette in the window. That you then, as they approach the doors of the inn and walk in, that you see sort of step away from the window. We are now entering the inn, which has been made empty. The Grey Guards have been uh, told to keep people out, um, including the people who were formerly in their rooms. They all sort of left to go check out what was happening and then the inn has been, by order of the King's Guard, Mm -hmm. uh, shut down for Mm -hmm. some reason. Mm -hmm. The Iron Guard lead you to the stairs and uh, the two Iron Guards that were accompanying you from behind stand at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, one of them, sorry. One stands at the bottom of the stairs. The next one follows up a few flights of stairs up. The next one um, stands himself in the sort of middle of the whole stairwell thing. And then finally you reach the top of the fourth floor where um, this captain stands and looking at a door, a single door at the end of a very short hallway. He leans in and has a brief word with you. He pauses before he speaks. Then he nods to himself. <clears throat> what is your name? My name is Catalina. Good. He nods after a short pause. You are about to meet a woman by the name of Melba. Melba Quill. Do I know this name? Roll a perception check. This is for your memory. Or you could do general knowledge. I'll let you pick. Or destiny roll. Both the same for me. All right, go for it. Challenge level three. Yeah. Okay. You do recall. You recall that name being mentioned. 
when you were hidden in the kitchen of an old fortune teller. When a guard was interrogating the fortune teller Mm -hmm. and he said that you'll have to answer to Melba in the morning. Yep. That is where you have heard that name before. She is one who finds things, truths. So you cannot hide anything from her. I've learned this the hard way, as have many. I kind of give a snort. Like... You'll see. And he stands up. You can tell this... <clears throat> this is a man who has killed many people. Mm-hmm. And he has done heavy lifting work for the king. And that means many things. He is intimidated about whoever's in this room. Okay. He opens the door and indicates you to enter. And he's standing at the door. Yeah, no worries. I'll go in. You enter. Sitting in a chair near the window, facing away from you. There is a silhouette, an elderly-looking, slightly frail, <coughs> but high-postured silhouette. Step forward, girl. I'm comfortable where I am. No, you're not. Does the door behind me stay open, or does it close? No, it's closed. It's closed. You hear the click shut, and you hear a few footsteps to indicate that there is a... Iron Guard captain standing, facing away from the door to protect the door mm-hmm. and this this room. Why are you defiant? Why have you brought me into a room and locked me in here against my will? That is very fair. I can be intimidating, and I actually don't mean to be. Let <laughs> me be forthright with you. She turns her chair. She looks at you with piercing but not menacing eyes. Just eyes that look like they see a lot. But she looks through you and through a veil. Roll a perception check. There's a black sort of uh, chiffon veil in front of her face. Uh, You got three. Um, She seems to be blind. She's got clouded white eyes and she's looking sort of past you Catalina I apologise for the abrupt introduction if you would be so kind as to sit beside me I will tell you what others think I do but more importantly for you what we can do for each other I don't share the same table as my enemies Ah, but sometimes if you sit at the table of your enemy, you learn a lot about them. Now you assume because I sit at the table of your enemy that I am your enemy, when indeed it is the table at which I gain the most access and information. And if I were to truly overpower my enemy... It would be sitting beside them. Now, I ask in peace. Please. And she actually, she seems sort of 
to be indicating gently. Okay. So does she want me to sit like just there's there's like a sofa. You can sit at a distance yeah, without okay. sitting next to her. I'll um, I walk over and sit down and as I'm walking I kind of say This is all so trivial. Have you not seen what's happening outside your own walls? I know. Everything that happens outside of walls. And why are we wasting our time? Because you and I are above such riffraff. <laughs> are you talking about my mother? I kind of lean back in the couch. You're still petulant. I speak of your abilities. I am a very good politician, thank you very much. Good trader, too. I have abilities, too, you see. And this is why I think we could be of use to each other. She is speaking very quietly. Mm -hmm. And then her mouth stops moving. And you hear the same volume of voice. I do not serve the king. I merely use the king and his service. I serve those you serve, dear. Thanissia's reach is far and wide. And the mother would be best served by those loyal against the king. I'm going to roll a death, you guys. <laughs> what is this Actually, roll? can I... Mm, yeah. I just want to know... Nine. Mm. What do you want to know? <clears throat> if I believe her or not. Because I can't... You can just insight, like perception that, or you could... You but I don't think I can. You use your magic. I think that this is... You can read her emotions. I don't want to... Okay, so I will say, Kylie doesn't want to use her magic because she knows that if she does... It's game over. She doesn't want to. How do you, how do you, how does she know that? Catalina has a feeling that this person probably obviously knows that she has magic. So the second that she exposes that, she has no cards to play. So at least playing dumb. Okay. Let me just sort of in a outside of play way mm. say that reading emotion will never show a use of magic except for someone who explicitly has the magical ability to read magic use. But there are lots of... Like, she might have it. Exactly. But she's also, <laughs> you know... Yeah. Give it, give it what you can tell already. Mm. She can speak without speaking. Mm. And she seems to be able to write and read, <laughs> so to speak. You know what yeah, I mean? She can, she can tell truth and she can tell... Uh, she can use her voice without speaking. Okay. So I'm just sort of, yeah. I'm just letting you know it, it's probably an option you could try without a huge risk. Yeah. If you're not controlling emotions, maybe. I think with Kylina's experience, and I think that she does yep. think this is someone that is a bit more too powerful. She doesn't want to yeah, bother with this. It's a logical conclusion. She yeah, tends, no, absolutely. I just thought of that. Yeah, yeah, Go absolutely. On. She turns to Melbourne and says, So... Then why have you brought me here? A strange thing to ask. When really I feel like it's you that has brought me here. I have somewhere else to go. I have lots of places to go. But there are things that move around you and your companions. Interesting motions. 
You can see in her eyes she's not talking about the emotions that are visible. <laughs> can I tell what uh, race she is? Roll a, pers- roll a general knowledge check. <clears throat> nope. You cannot. She's got... She's quite old. Uh, she's got very light grey almost white hair um, and she's dressed almost entirely in black and robes and chiffon um, got a sort of crooked nose and some withered fingers and rings mm-hmm. tell me uh, Melba was it how much do you know about my home country where I am from do you know my mother I do not know your mother personally but I know powerful Phoenician women and I know powerful Graydon men. And I know whom I would serve. You see, and by this point, you're actually getting the sense that she's moving her mouth, maybe even whispering. You get the feeling that most of what you're hearing is not audible. It's almost like she's displaying this to make you feel at ease. Because it seems clear with the candid nature in which she speaks with you that these are not things to be heard outside this room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While we're talking, I'm going to pull out a piece of paper, mm-hmm. if that's in my bag somewhere. She, she doesn't see you. She yeah, might hear fine. the cafe. Oh, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. She, I don't hide the fact that I'm doing <laughs> no. it, even She's if she like could see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pull out a piece of paper as we're talking casually, and I want to write something. And I want to write sort of something similar to what I would write to my mother. That's mm-hmm. but very, very encrypted, like as yep. deep as I can get. And I basically want it to say, if what you say is true, you must prove your loyalty. You write this yes. for Melba. Yes. In Phoenician That maybe says that like... The king of flames is all powerful, or something that kind of the two meet better than that. But mm-hmm. that's kind of how I want to hide it, but keep it really simple. She's smiling, looking off into the distance as you do this, just sort of a slight squint in her eyes, <laughs> amused. She looks at you with, or through you, with what seems like almost respect. Yes. You are an interesting one. I see your logic. Well, not with my eyes, of course. What you don't quite understand yet is while you present to me a puzzle to bring back to you in the pieces that you would like to understand my allegiances, what you don't quite understand is I see you cutting the pieces and shapes of the puzzle to break apart before you hand them to me. I know what you're searching for. I am loyal to the mother, and I would overthrow the king. And I would stop at nothing to do so. And I believe that you might feel Similarly, should you meet 
the mother, and certainly should you meet the king. You've met his men, of course. The guards. <laughs> is she saying this all to me telepathically, or is she saying uh, this out she's, loud? It looks like she's saying it out loud, but you don't quite know. Okay. What would you have me do, then? Nothing yet. But I would most importantly want to introduce myself to you so that you know that when we, or perhaps my associates, meet with you, that we can be trusted. And I, of course, wanted to know that I can trust you, which I feel a little more assured of now. You've got a fire in you, lass. You are a Thinician woman, even if... Even if you don't feel your mother sees it. I stand up and I say, So our meeting is done then? For now. But I do want you to just be aware. Should the time come, there will be moments where we all need to choose our allegiances. And in this age of scrambling for power, those of us in a position to influence where that power goes should make our choices very carefully. And I think... I think you would be pleased with who you might meet in the mother's people. I give her a nod. She's far more... Welcoming and warm than I am. I'm, uh, I tend to be unsettling to people. She says, looking <laughs> past you. Yeah. yeah. Might be the. Anyway. Safe travels, mm. she says, and she turns, faces out the window. And a brief moment later, the door opens with a click. You get the feeling that something told the guard <laughs> that yeah. the meeting was done. Cool. Okay. Um, as I'm leaving, I basically want to stand very firm and kind of like force my way through like the, these guards. Like I've yeah. just talked to this lady and she's been fine with me and I'm walking straight out of there and there's yep. nothing you can do about you're it. Getting, you're getting out of there. Yeah. yeah. No worries. And he doesn't stop you. He, uh, it's, <laughs> there's a look of recognition on his face mm-hmm. uh, that he, he's seen people react like this before. Um, so he doesn't stop you. Okay, and you walk down, you get down <laughs> to the, the lobby of the inn. I should point out too uh, that you would be familiar with the messaging system and that, that you would actually be aware that the messaging the message that you sent several days ago mm-hmm. from uh, Felbrook mm-hmm. will have been received and you may have word back from your mother by this morning. Um, okay. Can I just quickly check on the yeah, way out? Yeah, yep. um, And Catalina's stomach drops to the ground as she gets out and feels like absolutely puking like everyone else in the town <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, you get to the messaging sort of centre and there's a, actually, you know, a, a young um, a messenger who's just un, undoing her horse and all this, that and that, and the parcels have just been passed along and there's some notes and they've been organised. Um, 
cool. And as you're sort of getting to the, closer to you know, the centre of Graden society, you, you need to sort of provide some identification to sort of collect your mail. Just, you know, general stuff. And you would have that, like your trading papers and this and that to collect your mail. Sure. Otherwise you can collect each other's mail. Um, and there is a note waiting for you. Now, I actually want to backtrack a little bit and I would like you to read your note that you wrote to your mother from um, Felbrook. Sure. Uh, give me just one sec. Adelard go. That is a very good question. <laughs> I actually think by this stage he'll be probably lingering in the alleyway with you and okay. Adela. Cool. While uh, while Catalina finds that, let's duck back to the alleyway. Delvin has finished his tour of the cart, it seems, by this stage. Um, what does Brick and Adela do? Is he leaving the... He, well, you, basically, see, yeah. now you're sitting in the pilot seat. Mm, you can see um, Brick... You're about set to go. I'm not. I'm going to be on it, ready to go. This is a dice destiny roll I'm to sort of see how our lad fared. He wanted. He comes back. He sort of drops down from the side of a low roof, and he sort of wanders out. It's like, I really couldn't find anything. Sorry, I looked everywhere in all the spots. She's not even a good hider on the best of days. So, um, quite odd, really. She got family. She uh. So is she talking to Brick and Adelard, I'd guess, because yeah. he doesn't have a clue what I look like right That's now. fair. Yeah, he is. Sorry. <laughs> I I had to look at something. He's probably talking to... Um, oh, he probably, he probably. Oh, you look different. Yeah, he's talking I'm to I'm in Adelard. a costume. Yeah. He's talking to Adelard. Not going to talk to me. I'd probably scare the shit oh, out Oh, and Adelard all of a sudden starts, like, worrying and panic again. Obviously, there was a lot of distractions in the meantime, and this starts hitting him again. And Adelard, like, looks at Brick a little, like, flustered and, like, yeah. I... I don't know what to do. I feel like I've wasted your time, but more than anything, I'm terrified for this child. She she struggles on the streets as it, as it is. I just wish she would have an education now of all times. Oh, God. He seems really scared. <laughs> if you are so worried for her, perhaps you should go looking yourself instead of sending children to do your job. I... Well, it's not my job. The thing is, it never was my job. I'm not meant to do this sort of thing. I, I was outside of my boundaries in in teaching these children, and they came to me. And I just simply helped in whatever way I could, but I, I know nothing of how they survive. And, oh, dreary thing. What an awful place. Oh! You there, foreign uh, did guests. Uh, is this street urchin bothering you? Oi! Who are you call a street urchin? You boy! And I flap my like glove and slap it into the oh, wall. And he flails his not arm. Not him in the wall, but yeah, like at him, but not hitting him. Okay. Literally. All right. Shoo! Shoo! <laughs> All right. Roll a perception check. Who? <laughs> you, as you pull your coat back, feel a hand in your pocket only because you know exactly where it would be if it were in there. And mm-hmm. if it weren't you, uh, he, he's actually got his hand on a purse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and if it weren't you, he would easily have it out. But you know you have the jump on him. So. And... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I grab his wrist and like pinch my thumb into right where his tendons in his hands are to like make him so he can't control his hand and twist his arm back, throw it against the wall. Um, Cause I've done that maneuver many times back in my chat. And and then I just um, look at him and I go back to my regular voice and I'm like, don't pick on a bigger target than when you're willing to take on. Blimey. God, fuck. (laughs) Is that really you? And did he get my purse, like a coin purse? Is no, no, he okay, let go of shock. So and then I let go of his hand. You've got to be kidding me. And he's like <laughs> looking at you up and down like, is that makeup or do you wear that? And where's your other? Wow. You are good. You were t- are you teaching by any chance? I mean, no offense, he says to Adelard. It's like, but yours were pretty boring. Arithmetic. He rolls his eyes. But gee... I could do what you do any day. Well, I'd give anything to do it. What's your name? Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> do we you need- just like my name improvisation? <laughs> You're an urchin, you say. Oh, that's a name for it, isn't it? I like to think I'm an entrepreneur. I like to think you're a valet. And then I gesture to the cart and I'm like, you want a job, kid? Are you offering me out of this shithole? Leads to the next town. He holds out his hand. (laughs) I take it. I like this Mikey kid. He's got gusto. Okay, roll perception. (laughs) Challenge level four. He's rolling hot. Uh, Three. And I'm going to use a destiny. I don't want to get robbed by this kid. I, I'll uh, do you a kindness and save you the destiny okay. point. Okay. Because he, he just holds up your purse from your other pocket. Mm. He says, oh, you dropped something, sir. Good valet always takes care of his, <laughs> his those in his care. You do have potential, mate. <laughs> and I t- take the purse back. And then um, I go, you ever, I doubt you've driven a cart. Got away with animals or no? Uh, neither. That's all right. It's less important than having a pair of eyes that won't be uh, looked at too harshly. We've got strange companions. Now, first job. You want to go and make a minor bit of ruckus on the street? Not enough to get caught, but enough to get people looking. Ah, that's my specialty. All right. Run around the block after you've done it and then come back and meet us at the cart. Brick. Yes, Dylan. While he's doing it, I'm going to pop the door on the cart and I want you to run in, dive in quick as you can, make sure no one sees you, get in the cart without anyone knowing you got in it. Uh, I can try, but I'm not the most stealthy person. Well, Mikey's going to make it easier for you. I will wait for his cue. All right. Adelard, is it? I, uh, uh, yes. How much this kid mean to you? The girl? Yeah, the girl. I've only known her several days, four maybe, but I mean, she's a child. I. How often do kids get killed on these streets? He looks crestfallen. I'm fast learning more often than I would like. And then I lean in closer. And what was it you said she could do again? Water. She could move it. <sighs> Likely she got caught for that. She was younger, right? Yeah. Hadn't About hit? eight, nine. All right. Well, we've got a vested interest in finding her and very short on time to do it. 
Have you got any other contacts you could try, see if we could find her, or are you dead end? I'm afraid I know very little of people in the streets, I just the seven or so children that I taught, but the young lad you met is probably the one with the most gumption of all of them. Well, I know one group that's unlikely to be helpful, but sometimes they do get the information. Why don't you go to the guard? Ask them. An urchin. Oi, maybe she's been picked up for doing something wrong. I I will try anything. All right, you go to the guard. I'll go off and see if I can rustle anything up. Very well. Uh, I'll meet you all back here in half an hour. I can only hope we find this girl. Well, he walks off. Um, I, I say, as he's walking up, I'm like, well, she's got half an hour to be found, or else we're getting out of here. Okay, the clock is ticking. Catalina, hmm. what does your note say to your mother? Okay. Um, sorry, do you want me to read the full version? Or? Yeah. Uh, re- yeah, basically just give us some hints as to what okay. you're messaging. Like, go, let's go line by line and sure. just give us your real meaning. Okay, so my letter says, Dearest Mother, it pleases me to hear of your position in Bartel Keep, and I look forward to seeing you again if I so happen to pass through. What I'm really saying is, uh, I don't think I will be able to see you because I travel with people. We are in agreement. These towns will surely po- prosper under the reign of this new king. Our lives will be ever bountiful. Uh, and that's me, in reality, saying that uh, these towns are suffering under the king. My travels so far have allowed me to familiarise myself with the Grey Guard and their all-awing presence, providing a sense of security while travelling. And that's kind of still reassuring that they they have a very heavy presence no matter where we go. Mm-hmm. I hear the Grey Guard asking with those with magical abilities to come forward and be embraced by our king. It is truly an honour and a privilege. I've yet to meet one or know of these individuals, so they may be so blessed. And that's kind of hinting that there's a potential that mm-hmm. I have met these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. But they're but, not blessed. No, <laughs> no that, but... That the, whole sentence is a lie. What do you mean? Because you have met them and they're yeah. not blessed. No, yeah. there's like a certain... You can place emphasis on certain yeah. things. So you can mm. imply words are truths or not truths or okay. intensified or not as intense mm. as me. Um, stay yeah. well, take care, miss you dearly. Cool. Carry on. And that says, I hate you. You're not my mom. You're my real mom. I never liked you anyway. <laughs> I like dad better anyway. <laughs> so um, you have time to take and read uh, your mother's letter. You also have a brief moment. Might be a little chicken scratchy to write one to get to her in, in short time. Okay. Depending on how you feel. Sure. Uh, but you read, Catalina, I'm relieved to hear back from you. Relieved is very emphasised. I received word mere hours after your letter arrived informing me that Felbrook has seen a battle and uprising with several of the newly posted Greyguard reported dead. Stay safe, Catalina. There are many within these lands who would do harm to any who follow the king. Follow is like, you know, in quotes, as if to say, we follow the king. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid we shan't soon be in easy contact, as my work for the military is ever intensifying. That is very emphasised. While Bartle Keep is hardly a thoroughfare for travellers, 
I should still endeavour to see you to me safely, were you to have the inclination, as the window is fast closing, that I may be so available. If you see yourself wanting to meet within the next ten days, please do let me know when you might do so, and I will see a capable escort to meet you. We have much that we might catch up on. That was written playfully, but the inclination behind that is, within the next ten days is a hard window, and it's closing, and it's a serious inclination in the undertone. Not playful. There is much we might discuss. Is also emphasised. Okay. I would encourage you to move away from the iron roads. These are the roads that go between Ironspire and the northern Barrowan trading route. So basically the road that you're travelling towards Ironspire. Okay. Um, like the, it's like the trading path. So it includes the road that you come t- from Felmore, everything mm. up to Iron Eye and then up to those northern trading areas and, mm. and western. Yep. And then all the way up to Ironspire. These are the iron roads. Okay. <clears throat> Rebellions, conspiracies and treason seem to be flourishing in these parts, like they did in the days of the Quick War, and I expect the King of Flames, long may he reign, quotes, <laughs> intends on dealing with things differently this time. That's slightly emphasised as well. Mm-hmm. I hope to see you soon, emphasised, else it will be a long time before I may. That is also emphasised. Okay. All hail, Rendrick. Lord of Flames, Flera. Obviously, that is not sincere. Yeah. Okay. The obviously, yeah. The impression you get is there's a brief period of time in which you could probably see your mother again. Yep. Otherwise, she's not promising you ever will. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. Am I getting the hint that like it's about to go down? You're definitely getting the hint. Yeah, You're okay. getting the hint that there are commands for things to be moving in 10 days or happening in 10 days. That is the clear indication to you in the undertones. Um, but okay. also prior to then, there is a, a window of opportunity that is closing. Yep. Um, <clears throat> how many days... If I... Let's say I travelled there today, how many days travel would it take for me to get Oh, to now that you're, and you've got a cart, you know, like... Three or four. Oh, to, to Bart will keep, like, yeah, two, three max. Okay. If you went nonstop, you could get there in a couple of days easy. Cool. I'm not going to respond to her. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, you, could, you know you can message her from the next town and she'll get it pretty much that day. <laughs> like, yeah. if you message her in the morning, she'll get it that evening. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I won't message her then. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very desperate to meet up with everyone. Yep, and that's a lot to process as well. Yes. So, <laughs> let's just think about that it's one. It's been a big day. Yeah, cool. You get out. Uh, the cart has moved somewhat and it seems to be sort of waiting. There is a kerfuffle that sort of seems to be happening as some fruit carts seem to have lost their, like a wheel. Like there are three fruit carts that have tipped in there. Is like, <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> there's um, fruit just rolling in the middle of the centre of town. Some apples covered in blood and sort of spreading that around the ground a little bit. And people, there's a couple of people tripping over. And the madness has people bumping around and actually another undamaged sort of tray of like shopkeep that was being set up well before this commotion was noticed uh, is also tipped over in the kerfuffle. So the chaos is causing more chaos. And now the tumult is like getting out of control. So the guards are starting to put a lot of effort into quelling the energy. Um, I'm going to say at this point about 15 minutes has passed and there's about 15 minutes left. Um, but he sort of circles back. Does our boy Brick oh, yeah. get in? I'll make a run for it. 
Okay, make a uh, infiltrate. Well, what are you what are you going for? I guess stealth or infiltration. I'll leave it up to you. But it's going to be low challengeable given the assist. Where I'm going to give you a plus to win <laughs> to a challenge. What are my what are my options? Infiltration or stealth? Or stealth. Challenge level three. You get a plus two win, so you just got to get one. Yay! Oh, you nailed it. Done it. What was that? Infiltration or stealth? Ah, uh, that was stealth. Okay. My infiltration. Just, I love the idea that you just kind of you just like. Just jumped in and this yeah. blur of shit. You see the whole carriage just go. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take much to actually get there stealthily because there's basically just people screaming or shouting, a few people laughing, like pissing themselves at this point because of the absolute absurdity of everything mm-hmm. that is happening. Um, and all you have to do is just sort of sink lower and quietly walk up to the cart. You get in there, place Medalla in there, and you get in there yourself. It is cush. It's very nice. It's actually nicer on the inside than the outside. Mm-hmm. The outside is sort of. Very well presented, but walking the line between standard and, you know, fancy, the inside is like, my God, yeah. uh, you can have a good night's sleep in here if you slept in here. Um, I'm going to assume, Delvin, is you're at the front, you're at the top. Yeah, so, I'm going to go, do I, can I find it? Look, I just dash off around the town and go and see if, like, use my merchant to see if she's been seen around the markets. Just see if anyone in that circle could know, like, if they've seen this girl and see if I can, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say in the time you have, and Mikey sort of gets back to you and he just sort of shrugs. He's like, got nothing. Um, a moment later. So I missed your question. So I go off. Yeah. yeah. I leave for so like you, 20 you minutes. Leave the cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To go and see if I can um, go and find like anyone down in the markets or something like that, that might've seen her or have any leads it's the only thing I can think of doing with like people I might have traded with or have a relationship with that might have any information. Uh, no. Okay. You don't notice anyone. Okay. No yeah. one. Poo poo. Well, does Adelaide come back? He does. He sort of wanders back to the car looking crestfallen. It's like, I'm sorry, the cars paid no attention to me. They have no interest in looking for a street urchin amidst this chaos. There's nothing I can do. How did you fare? Mikey's like sort of wanders up. He's holding an apple, <laughs> like takes a bite. Like, I did pretty well, I thought. Oh, the girl. Yeah, no, nah, nothing. Um, if, if I'm there too, Brick's in the vehicle. Catalina's approaching. Is she coming via discreet means or openly? You can just walk up to the car. Yeah, there, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say you. I don't actually probably know what this card even looks like. I'm just probably gonna be like, okay. you see someone who look, looks like she's just processing a lot right now. Yeah. <laughs> Are you dressed as Del? Are you dressed as? Um, I'm dressed as uh, of France. Or? Yes, I don't even recognize. Well, I don't know. Well, make a perception check mm-hmm. if you want to recognize me. Challenge level three. <laughs> <laughs> and you failed. Well, I got three on my infiltration, so she fails to I recognize yeah, me. I, I, kind of walking I'm, around. So you head over to the front of the cart thing, but you would see Adelard. Yeah, yeah, I will approach Adelard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you? You look uh, discomforted. He looks taken aback uh, as he sees you, sort of slightly white. Uh, I, uh, that's uh, one way to put it, I suppose. Is anyone from the cart company outside the front of the place? Are they all They're inside? all busy. They're all busy? Things, yeah. Okay. I just I lean in very close between Adelard and Catalina, and I go, 
Oi, Catalina, get in the damn cart. <laughs> and then I lean back. God, you're a fine-looking woman. I like a bit of Thanissian woman. Oh, lovely. No commotion would distract me from that. <laughs> Idolard looks man. like confused, and it's like, do, do you wait? Hang on. I'll give him a. Okay, he, he actually right. recognizes yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Well, I was talking before yeah, in my yeah. regular voice. Eh? Yeah. Oh, very surprising. I. Anyway, yes, no, I haven't heard anything about. Uh, I I couldn't find her anywhere. I'm. I'm so sorry and terribly embarrassed. I would have hoped to have learnt something or helped introduce her to you, but um, I'm afraid this is an utter failure in the worst ways. What is your posting here? What are you even doing here? I'm just a farmhand. Uh, Well, at least that's what I'm assigned by my betters. Make a general knowledge check, Catalina. Challenge, like, actually, you know what? You could make this a, you could choose to, I'm not looking at the roll. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what I got either way, yeah. You can choose to make an assist roll with your Phoenician sort of diplomacy roll to affect the outcome of that roll you just took. Diplomacy. It's like your vocation. Like trade barter? Yeah, you can do that one because that's in line with your Phoenician status. Sure, why not? Do we go? So I got two successes. Yeah, okay. And I'll say it's a challenge level three. So if you get. One, two, three. Okay. So you're, you're not quite sure about, um, as, as far as someone this far out, how they might be assigned or who would have assigned him. So there's not really anything yeah. you really could it's add not to odd this. Though, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I can only wish you well on your travels. I I'll send word uh if if I find her and if I learn anything. And if you learn anything, if there's anything about all of this uh, that would help me teach well. He he looks taken aback like mm. he said the wrong thing in, in front of someone he shouldn't have said it. To. I'm going to grasp him by the hands quite tightly, which is probably a bit yes. odd. Yeah. Um and say if you find her, please let us know. I wish I could stay and tell you more, but things are happening so fast that take care of yourself. Please write. Stay in touch. Be safe. He nods um, and he sort of leans in and says quietly, I I know I, I do wrong by our people, but if you could do me a kindness and not... Let anyone know that I've ever stepped my place. I would be forever grateful. I give him a half smile. And as I turn to leave to get into the carriage, I'm going to flip up the satchel that I have on me that reveals the top half of my harp. Just ever so slightly. Okay. Would you like me to move his yeah. side of hand? Uh, I don't think a... you need to. Okay. I think you can do that. But very discreetly and yeah. just hop straight into the car. I don't say There's so much thing. happening that you yeah. don't need to hide it from anyone. Like yeah. he will be the only one who sees it. Yeah. But I hop straight into the car and I don't say a word to him. He looks like he's computing mm-hmm. it. You don't say anything along with that? No. Okay. Cool. Cool. He like sort of shakes his head a little bit and looks off and sort of bids you all farewell mm-hmm. with a fond wave. All right, boy. I'm standing next to him. 
Yeah, so the, this lad sits, is sitting on the cart with his yeah. legs up. I say to Adelard, yep. watch out and take care of yourself. And if you do find the girl, do let us know. I know a place she might be safe. And then I climb onto the cart. On the cart, sitting on top of the cart with his legs up on the mm-hmm. edge of the riding platform is Mikey mm-hmm. and he's holding reins and chewing on the core of the apple. Mm-hmm. So your carriage awaits, sir. Got it all cleaned up for you, ready to ready to ride. You want me to ride? I'll drive. All right. I'll show you the ropes, mate. You gotta be fucking kidding me! He's like, he's he's pumped. I'm like, all right, and I'm gonna let him ride out of the town. Yeah, he's like, all right. So we just hold it, and you're like, does he make does he have to make a check? Uh, yes, you're doing a ride pilot assist check, and he's just got a base three. Dave's like, oh no. So this will be a challenge level two. What if I don't help him? Like, I don't actually want to do an assist check. He'll just have to do himself, right? I think you should do an assist. <laughs> but I don't want to. I think you're but assisting But I don't want to. I'm not him. helping him, though. You Even- are assisting him. <laughs> you know, he'll drive us off a cliff. He probably would assist him. Challenge level two. Please assist I don't want to. Oh, I'm going to let him roll. You can decide <laughs> to... It's precarious and it's a clunky. One. I'm going to fail forward here, but I'm going to say that you take a while to leave town and uh, at one point there's, like, some trees and bushes outside of a house and let's just say your cart, which was brand new and shiny, <laughs> has some unfortunately... You could, you could, could if you roll, if you roll to intervene and assist, you might be able to save it from a gouge if you get a good roll. Not the new shiny cart. You just got to get a plus one. Not the cart. It's, you see it. You see it. It's steering to the left. The trees are there. You're like, it's happening. It's like, oh, I got, this is no problem at all. It's just quite fun, really. It's just like holding two ropes. In an absolute rare moment of self-reflection, and self-awareness. <laughs> Delvin closes his eyes and, and, and quietly mutters, oh, fuck it, I'll only make it worse. <laughs> and then it clatters into the gutter and keeps on moving. It's, you got a deep gouge from a few branches yep. of these trees and the edge of an iron fence. Just <laughs> and you, like the scene in the Titanic where you can feel the iceberg scraping the bottom of the ship. <laughs> You've got... Uh, on this gorgeous, like, and there's like this insignia on the side that actually sort of, uh, you know, it it says Milton's on the side. Which is <laughs> now like, it says Milton's. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Now it says Nilton's. <laughs> it literally says Nilton's. It's oh, kind of like it's no. hit this, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and you end up. He, you course correct, but you've got a pretty all right, uh, disgusting looking gal quietly on the top with this kid. <laughs> yeah. Say. Lesson number three for the day. If you lie about being able to ca- drive a carriage, make sure you've got someone to pin it on when they fuck up. <laughs> That's coming out of your pay, boy. And he, he cackles and he's like, this is the best day of my life. And then I just go, you're doing better than I could. And put my arms back and lean up. Of course, I'm just legs up. 
Kelly and breaking back. It's just like <laughs> the, the suspension is great. The ride is very smooth. You just feel like a little. <laughs> but yeah, you yeah on the outside you hear and see it all. Um, I'm going to just give you the a bit of an open journey. You start moving and say 15, 20 minutes, uh, you hear the, the kerfuffle of the town disappearing and you exit the gate unimpeded um, and you you set forward off towards the view in front of you is quite awe-inspiring for those of you who are less familiar with Iron Spire because you can see from the distance as the morning sun is rising, the shadow of the Iron Spire cross cast across the land in front of you piercing to your right uh the open fields it's actually both beautiful and intimidating um this distant colossal structure far away enough that you can tell how huge it must be thank you to our lovely (laughs) patrons for supporting us and making this possible especially this patron whose name is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends to to go to the tavern to get new champion insert champion here look they're sponsored by that and they sponsor us that's a weird arrangement it's very (laughs) odd hey look if it makes it keeps the wheels turning it's great the dark box the dark box oh I got twice I'm just a reverb Oh. Come on, quickly, Professor the- X. Professor X. Tickle duck. Tickle duck. Right. Oh, oh, Rainer. Rainer. I missed Nick. that. Hey, Jay. Macy. And Thank you, Inspector Gadget. Evil Nemesis dude. My childhood. That was a lot. Sorry if that was a bit too much, but that was a Yay, lot. Yay, Tuesday night! <laughs> that was awesome! Woo. 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 Back on Tuesday night, we get beer, we get fun, we get uh, Iron Guard. Everyone. Hell yeah. That right. literally sounded like you threw a glass on the floor. <laughs> Look what I did to this bottle cap. <laughs> I created a, I created <laughs> like a, a disc out of it. It's like a... Like a- it's uh, a pizza cutter. From, oh, yeah. Thank you all coin. so much for watching. And uh, we look forward to seeing our patrons in the after party, which we have Yay. every week. See you guys. See you Bye. later.